Good morning, and welcome to your daily game face. Yeah. I'm Dr. Kim Lannon, and I'm with Lou. Good morning. Doing this live and in yes. person. Yes, live and in person. Yeah, with two I, people in a room at the same time. Well, there's sort of. A really big wall between us. <laughs> we've got our we've got our big distance with glass and lots of buffering. Yep. I know. I can't get near you. Well, I mean, there's a common area. I know, but we have to stay way apart. Okay. You know. Yeah. I, we wouldn't want anything to land on us. Yeah. So it was a very nice drive in here this morning. There's no traffic. I flew in yesterday from Florida. There was no traffic. I didn't notice a ton. Of, coming from the east, I didn't notice a ton of difference in the traffic. A little less, oh, but, man. yeah. Well, coming up the, you know, the main highway that's normally packed, there's yeah hardly anything this morning so this is like and driving in most of my drive from plum island is there's one way in and out yeah there's only one choice for road yeah a lot of it especially coming in on this end and on leaving end and it's like it's like every snowstorm yeah like, listen if you don't want to be out don't be out <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> don't go, don't go out and go 25 miles an hour on me but go somewhere else and do that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well yeah it was so it was um I figured that we were going to talk about all these, you know, the best laid topics I give every week. I'm going to come back and do them. And then something's always there. So yeah. I figured we would just continue talking because people are very much about talking about this. But then I thought maybe we'd move into something else if we <laughs> if we could. I <laughs> yeah. don't know. But um, because everyone's talking about the coronavirus. and uh, Well, yeah, and the reaction to it and where we are societally right now. Yeah. And. It begs the question, doesn't it? What happens? What happens when there actually is a bear in the back of the cave? Uh, right. And you, well, and I, you and I talked. The bear in the back of the cave might not be what you think it is. In, right. In other words, um, as I told you, I'm less scared of the virus than I am of reaction. With at the this reaction. Point. Yeah. Well, right. And so we were just talking about the fact that the reaction. I was down in Florida all week on business, and the reaction down there to me seems less mm -hmm. hysterical than it is here. And. You know, and people down there are saying we should be the ones that are being hysterical yeah. because it's the older, it's a much older population. They're more at risk, you know, so they say and so on and so forth. But I, I definitely think it's not impacting people in the south, at least where I was, in the same way as it, yeah. is it up here. People. Are restaurants were, still open? Um, yeah. 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 They were all open. I mean, it was it was lighter, but they were all open. They were closing a little earlier, but not because of the virus per se, but because there wasn't. The, not the street traffic, but right. during the days, if you drove by, on they were all packed. Um, we were we were sort of laughing last night because I had a later flight and I was sitting out at the pool and the pool area had a restaurant and bar area and everything. And it was funny because people were saying we're going to close at five, but not actually close. We're just going to put all the, the you know the the tarps down and everything will still be served, but it will be us bringing it to you as opposed to you coming up. Yeah. And so the the sort of humor was. At five o'clock, does something new happen with the virus? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. that, everyone decides that yeah. the timing is that nighttime something else happens. So it's interesting to see the psychology behind people's reasoning of when they're doing things, and it makes it makes no sense to me from the very logical, rational right. mind. Is at ten o'clock in the morning versus five, you coming up to the restaurant or to the little bar area versus them bringing it to you? Right. What's the Not difference? Not sure what the difference is. Yeah, it's social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You don't want people sitting in bar stews next to each other. But they were all day. But they were all day. Right. Exactly. So an interesting fact, I, I wanted to make sure that we had talked a lot about this last week, about um, people now quarantining themselves inside their homes and everyone's afraid and all that stuff. And it's so important that actually people know that viruses, so if it's a virus, you know, whatever mm -hmm. we want to call it, A, B, C, or D, 
that they don't like the sunlight and they don't like outdoor activity necessarily. So if you're yeah. out in the, if you put yourself outside and you get vitamin D and you're out there in the sun and you're doing stuff, you're you're more likely to be safer. I mean, obviously not right. in crowds of people, but in you're getting yourself out there. So quarantining yourself in the house, you know, as much as possible away from people is fine. But making sure you get out so that right. your you know your body's breathing, your house is breathing and things like that. Getting outside to play, it's not, you know, people aren't saying you you know, we're at a point where you can't leave your homes. This is about remembering what the logic is is that viruses don't survive right. after x amount of time, especially when sunlight is involved and so on and so forth and exercise. And you're more likely to raise your immune system, which is where viruses get you if you're outside doing things. I mean, certainly if you do exercise inside too, that will help yeah. you, but you know, and as you mentioned last week, stress—that's something you have to try to avoid because it just—it's right. working against you here because it's exactly. damaging to your immune system. Well, and so there's so there's my concern. I'm—I mean, I'm still working and I'm still seeing people, and some people have opted to call in because their stress level has gone so high. And I keep reminding people: if your stress is going to go up higher because you're in in that panic mode or you have a lot of paranoia, some people have made a, a very interesting narrative around this, and it's somewhat paranoid. But, you know, people believe what they believe and they want to go with that. That's fine. But I remind them that where their heads go in the narrative makes that that whole suppression of the immune system worse. And so if people have asthma, emphysema, uh, diabetes, you know, diabetes, here it is. The more stress, the more cortisol you're going to dump, the more likely. I mean, it's just it's, you know, the antithesis of what you want to be doing. But people are so panicked. And when I ask people the logic, it's kind of like the 5 o'clock versus the 10 o'clock at the restaurant and the bar. There isn't logic. Right. So yeah. I'm like, wait, where's your head on this one? So I think it's super important that people are thinking about trying to stay calmer and just, you know. This is a, a good tool. I, I don't want to put any positive spin on this. But this is a good situation in which to practice differentiating what you can control and what you can't control. Right. And one of the things you can control is trying to keep your stress level down, trying to keep your immune system up. Right. You, you can't control what's going on out there. You can't control the toilet paper. You can't control restaurants being closed. You can't control right. work being shut down. But you can control – there are some things you can control, so identify them and work on them. Right. And I, right. And I think that, you know, response versus reaction, we talked about this weeks ago in yep. one of the earlier podcasts that I did, is that your response is going to be way healthier for you than just the reaction and what you're seeing a lot of. And and I heard about it because I wasn't here for it, but I've heard about, you know, the mass runs on the grocery store and people being misbehaved and, you know, or rude or doing things. It's like everyone needs to keep in mind that everyone's in the same boat. We only have so much we can control. There has to be enough to go around. So maybe we should do things logically, but that's, it's hard for people when they're in panic. You know, you think about your bo- your body dysregulates. The whole body goes into fight and flight. So right. if you have these thoughts in your head that things are bad and it's going to go bad and things are going to happen and someone's going to die, the body is always in that mode. And so yep. people react emotionally versus, okay, what's the next step? I know like down in um, Tewksbury today, I think it was this morning, I saw something that um, one of the John Ryan's pub and something else was getting together and pooling all their food items and packaging it for people but they made a I thought this was a great point they're being loving and kind doing something but they also announced it so of course you know a million people are going to show up but they did a smart thing which I think 
should happen is that they they thought about the control factor of the anxiety. They said no one's allowed to get out of their car. They can drive up in a line. They can ask for what they need, and they'll be given. And then if they're unruly, yep. you know, great idea. Yep. Such a great idea because now it's it's a controlled thing, and you can go and you're welcome. But, if you, you know, it's basically if you're misbehaved and you can't keep yourself and you're stressed down and you're going to be rude and disrespectful – which is I've seen that. Yeah. I mean I haven't I've heard about it a lot up here. I saw a little bit of it when I was traveling, but I just been seeing it on all the different social medias, people saying, This happened and this was so awful because yeah. <laughs> people are reacting and it's yep. just um, for what? They don't have control and people taking things out of people's grocery carts and like really I know, I know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I how do you deal with because we talk about this all the time here, thoughts are not things and, right. and try to identify what what uh, threats are real what threats aren't and your response to them. But the problem here, for someone like me who's been working on it for a long time, is the problem here is there's a mix of real threats and imagined threats, and there's still real threats, again, going back to control. For example, like Mm -hmm. everyone else, I've lost a ton of money so far with with things that are going to be canceled, uh, delays to the baseball season. It's costing me money. I I know, and it's real. But by the same token, there's very little I can do about it today. Exactly. You know, I mean, you can control it. You can say, all right, well, i got to go into... You know, triage mode, right? Financially, and try to handle it that way, and prepare for the long siege. But it's easy to panic. Sure, because but, you're thinking right in the moment now, yeah. instead of like doing a plan or. Well, actually, thinking where am I going to be a month from now? Well, that, like, right. Well, you have no control over where you're going to be a month from now. No, yeah. and things could change really quickly yep. to go in the forward great direction, or they could go in the other. And so, yeah. But if but people, this is just like in so. There's anything. a mix of real, and there's a mix of imagined, and there's a mix of. Part of it is getting out of your time frame, right? Yeah. It's like, listen, you got to deal with today. Yeah. You know, and yeah, staying present because if you're thinking yeah. about what was two weeks ago that you could have done and what you could do in the possible future, yeah. when you don't know what, what the, the problems are going to be a month from or the right. not problem is going right. to be, sure, exactly. So, and and the control factor is the biggest piece, and it yeah. always comes down to what do you have control over? nothing really other than your own personal stuff you have no control over what the stock market's going to do you have no control over you have control over how to spend your money now because you have to be careful or if you're worried about it or you know not do anything extravagant or or you can if you don't mind having that it just depends you have to be realistic to yourself but also not think that i mean i know some people that are completely poo-pooing this and saying it's nothing and then i know people that are over top the other side and saying you know they're bunker they're in the bunker right and and that's, you know, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and as I've, as we talked about and I've identified, there's two different threats here. There, yes. there is the the policy reaction to this and right. a societal reaction to this and there's the virus itself, which we don't want to just dismiss totally. Right. And right. that's something you can't you can't control the spread of the virus. All you can do is, say, you know, wash your hands, stay out of iffy situations. Right. You know, keep your head up and be careful. Well, I think the reality and again, not to minimize it up. Uh, at it all, but the the fact that you it's a virus, and so everyone that knows anything about a virus, and if you don't, certainly, you know, now's a good I, time I to hate learn. telling people to look it up because <laughs> oh, there's so much bad information out yeah. there. But I mean, viruses are viruses. This one is a new strain, so mm-hmm. obviously it's not a vaccination for it yet. There's not things for it. There are direct treaters and all right. that, but they run their course in a similar way across the board. That's how viruses work. Right. If it is, in fact, that's it. So if we know that, and that's a fact that we know, we can have some control that if it was the cold from last year, the flu from last year, and it was the strain of virus that was there, 
okay, what did people do? Likelihood is it's been here. It's been underneath us. It's, yeah. We just we just didn't identify it. People all of a sudden started to have a panic because overseas had it. Right. And all the, you know, the likelihood, if you look at all the, the facts from scientists and everything that are coming out, it didn't just come over into Oregon four weeks ago. It's right. been here. And then mm -hmm. the panic gets in because the societal and the political piece gets put in and then the psychology behind it gets mixed into it. And then people lose sight of, okay, let's look at it. It's, it's a virus. What do viruses do? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I had some conversations this weekend. If you ever saw the movie Contagion, and yeah. people were in their heads about, you oh, know, sure. I'm like, this isn't contagion, but the societal pressure but this the is the drum that's being beaten in the in right? the, and the political mixture of the societal and political psychology together yeah. is making people into that mindset and and i plus this is an unprecedented response from our leadership yes right this exactly. is these are unprecedented times when's the last time you were told don't go to a restaurant right you know exactly or or be or be at a sporting event and this is like high time for sporting events for yeah. everyone in the country or or go to the movies i think the movies are still open as far as i knew yeah so Loudly, but you know Disney. Disney had an open opening last Friday that crashed, and yeah, you know that's a big. Well, they closed. Hit. Yeah, they closed on Monday for I think the end the whole month, yep. and so I know that Universal because I was down there, so they were all closed down, and so yep. people were rushing to the beach. So everyone, but that's <laughs> didn't stop spring break, sun. did it? <laughs> you know they know they know the virus is yep. you know people, and they were interviewing people on 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 the television the other day saying. You know, why are you out here at the beach? There's so many people here. You know, spring break is happening this week. And yep. and even a couple of doctors from Florida were saying, oh, well, you're in the sun. It's This is a this actually is your better spot to be yep. in because you're out in the sun. And there aren't doorknobs to, to touch and there aren't right. you know, keyboards to touch and things right. like that. And, yeah, and you're you know. not. Right, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's quite something, isn't it? It, it is. It would be, it would be um, as a... Uh, study it would be interesting if you weren't in the middle of it right now it'll yeah. be an interesting study in retrospect i have no doubt that there are people out there studying this yeah. you know the 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 pandemic the use of the word pandemic and and versus the reality of what it might or might not be is it really i mean social psychology is probably having a field day with this because yeah. of of that particular piece they're watching the reactions of people and certainly it would be a great study and i'm sure there's people out there doing that but you know every day has been something new so yeah. it's adding to the and we might not be done and we, not, we might not be at the height of it right yet. and i'm talking societal reaction as opposed to the virus so right well and that's and that's an interesting you would thing. hope as we become more familiar with it as we find more ways to deal with it as more information comes out that we'd have a little bit more control over our reaction to it right. but i'm not sure we're at that point no, and, and well, and, and every day you hear, you know, on the news, and certainly coming in today, I was hearing like, oh, it's going to be at least another two or three weeks before we really know what the numbers are. And when people hear that, I, what do you hear when I say that? When I say it's going to be two or three weeks probably before we know what really is going to be the peak of this. What is your interpretation of what I just said? Uh, you don't know anything now, and that's too long. We, okay. we, we need to have a better handle on this. Okay. Yeah. So... And and that's that's one way to interpret it. Yeah. Many people who have the 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 quick over the top you know threat generation yeah. that's big go right to oh my god it's going to get worse and something bad's going to happen to me. It goes right to the end instead of it being you know what you yeah. heard or well it has to reach a peak and then it will drop off and so we just have to kind of ride it through so that you're staying level. Right. People go into panic 
until when's the peak, when's the peak, when's the peak, because we're anticipating this bad thing. So now they're running to the grocery store more, they're yeah. running to get their toilet paper more, they're, whatever they're doing, because they're being driven by the perception of the words used, and they're so specific being used in, in social media and and news outlets yeah. are, are creating some of the spin, either intentionally or not intentionally, obviously, because of their word choices and people who are so good at following other people yeah. and the group thing, big group thing, like we talked about last week, that I heard it this way, therefore it must be true, yeah. therefore I'm going to follow that line. Well, let me along those lines, let me call it the globe. Yeah. <laughs> because I get globe alerts, yeah. emails out there, yeah. and every day there's a number, and I don't know what the number is today. We're at 150, 190, whatever yeah. the cases are, pres presumptive and, and uh, confirmed. But yesterday that wasn't good enough. The number isn't climbing good enough for the globe because what the headline was... Uh, we're up to X amount of cases, and I forget what the number yeah. was. And doctors say there could be as many as 6,000. It's like <laughs> the real number wasn't enough. Yeah, because I think the real number was somewhere down, like, in the low 100s. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was 100 and something. But it, then they have to project out 6,000 because it makes good news. Right. And by the way, that's not wrong. All right. Right? Because how many people are walking around asymptomatic? How many right. people have had this virus, passed this virus without... Even uh, knowing. Yeah, you know, gone through the routine without even knowing. Because, exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. But, but I was just, I was laughing because the Globe said, we can't put this out. People are sick of this number. They're not taking it seriously. we got to throw another number throw out there. Throw a bigger number yeah. out there. Right. Well, and that, and that number, so that little narrative piece, that little piece. And by the is, way, 6,009 million people? I know. I, I know. I mean, I know. <laughs> but people don't think like that. And, right. that's, and that's to the point is that they hear, you know, the big number. And I've heard it fluctuate, not the 6,000, but I've heard, you know, some people say, oh, Yesterday, someone was reporting it was 100 cases confirmed, and then it was then it's some days it's 300, and then right. some, and then when you look on something else, it says but only one percent of all the people that they're reporting has died, and then you look at other. It's, it's well, I went through the numbers the other day. It was funny because a piece came out, and the numbers at the time were uh, there were 138 cases confirmed yeah. and presumptive. So right. let's call it 150. Okay. And there had been, um, and this is in Massachusetts. And there had been 969, I believe, tests issued. Right. So let's call it 1,000. Right. So 1,000 people were tested for this. And we're presuming that the 1,000 people tested were highly qualified candidates. Right. They had uh, severe symptoms. symptoms. Right. They had been in contact with someone who was confirmed, come from a country of origin that was questionable Might, yeah. at this point. These are highly qualified individuals. Those... Of those 150 presumptive and confirmed, what were 50 confirmed? Maybe. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I don't even many think of them be confirmed before the test, before right. they were tested. So they gave a thousand tests, and you have 50 people confirmed. Right. Of the highest qualified people. Right. Here. And so, and then you, and that begs the question: Is where is it missing the numbers, and who's not, and who's yeah. already ridden through it in the past weeks? Or because I, I went, but I went through the, I went through the numbers in my head. Yeah. And it's the narrative that they're telling us. It's, yes. uh, okay, so um, let's say it's, uh, and of course, of those 50, so we got 1,000 people, yeah. and we got 50 that are confirmed. How many of those are going to need hospitalization of those right. 50? So it's a very small percentage, but I worked down to the numbers, and it was, the numbers were enough that if it all happened today, it would overwhelm the medical system. Right. It would be tough. You don't have the beds. You don't have the respirators. Right. You don't have... And by the way, the numbers they're giving us on that seem kind of fishy to me, too. They're huge. Well, right? no, the numbers of how few beds we have. Oh, how few beds we have, right. But In the a nation of 330 or 350 million, yeah. Right. It's hard to believe we only have that many beds and right. respirators, but 
Well, and you and you wonder. I mean, I think a lot of it's based on what's happening in Italy. I think Italy's being, you know, because they're overrun, and I think that yeah, older population, older population, medical system that's nowhere medical, near what we're dealing with here. And I and I've been saying this to people along the way is, the culture. Take the culture into into big consideration. They are much more. You know, I'd like to think of us all here in the United States as being loving and kind and over the top with love. But yeah. the Italian culture is very touchy-feely. <clears throat> there's, you know, just think the greeting for every single time you see someone is yeah. kiss, kiss. You know, there's facial contact. There's all that stuff. We don't do that here. Right. You know, we shake hands sometimes or fist bump. Yep. So the likelihood of the past isn't going to be the same way as Italy. So Italy, I mean, when you look at the facts, you know, the overrun of Italy and then having not enough beds for the, the cases, I mean, you see some of the realistic pieces that would make that true. Where I don't think we have that here, and hopefully those will be some of the factors that will make, you know, the resiliency here a little bit better because we don't, we're not a kissy culture. Right. Which, right. and we're not in close proximity like most of, you've been to Italy, right? Sure. So you know everyone, I mean, for the yeah. most part, unless you're out in the in Tuscany or something, everyone lives Oh, you've seen really, the iconic videos. They're all in the balcony singing yeah, to each other. That doesn't together. happen here. Right. You know, when it, it's not what we're living here in the Merrimack Valley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot easier for us here, unless you're living, obviously, in a city, to separate yeah. distance. You're, and you don't have that kind of exposure anyways unless you're in a school, which isn't the high-risk population yep. anyway um or if you're you know if you're in an if you're in a elderly housing complex certainly that's oh, going to be yeah. very different you've got no you need to take people precautions. compromised already immune systems yep. and otherwise and then you've got add in a virus it was funny i was working with my partner on sirius who i think i told you before the show is yeah. really a little bit concerned about this and and he's a number and a very logical and a very you know learned guy yeah and so his reaction unnerves me a little bit but uh, <laughs> we were sitting there on Saturday in, in, the, in one of the breaks during the show and I said you know I'm going out to eat today and he goes you are I goes, yeah I'm going out to eat and, he goes, and I said I'm not going to lie the num list of restaurants that I went through I was sitting there going no that seating's a little too tight for me I'm going to go to this restaurant because the seating's a little bit more open and that type of thing but I was going out to eat and as it turned out they closed everything down so huh. decided not to do it but what is, the, what is the psychology we're dealing with, or I'm dealing with, where uh, I'm at the age where I like to go out, I like to eat, yeah. but I also value my time at home. Right. But now I'm at the point where you're telling me I can't go out? No, I want to go out. You know, I'm just at that point. So, so the I'm, I'm a little irritated. I can't go to the restaurant. So, so the psychological phenomenon for the you know you can't do what you want to do, until, yeah. and then when someone tells you you can't, now you really want to do it. That's yeah. called reactance. Yeah, it's it's just the your free will has now been taken away, and the fact that yeah. before you could have the choice, and now you're limited or you're being held back because you're being told you can't, and right. it's defying some of your own logic of why can't you and why can't you make your own choice. Um, you know, you see it, it's, it sort of pops up in teenagers. That's when it really starts yeah. is that reactance thing. You know, kids, kids learn to sort Lack of control, compliant. right? You, what? Lack of control, right? Right. You don't want to be told what to do. You don't want to be told what to do. So as a child, you're, you're doing, doing, doing what everyone tells you to do. And then as you get into teenage, that's when you learn how to be reactant because all of a sudden you know how to exert your free will. It's when you're practicing it. Yeah. So you're supposed to come through these things as stages. And then when you're an adult and, and you're getting up into the, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s and on, no one's supposed to be telling you what you can do, what you can't do, where you can eat, where, you know, right. and now we're being told, you know, societally from, the, you know, the government saying you can't do that. And so people are saying, wait a second, why can't I do that? Yeah. So, 
I mean, that's the that's just I mean, it's a simple phenomenon across the board. Is like, I want to do what you're going to get a lot of that. You're going to get a lot of that though. And I think, listen, I might have sat there and gone, might not be a good idea to go to a restaurant if I were given the choice. But right. when I'm not given the choice, like, damn it, I want to go. Right. And I want to go now, and I want to go tonight. And we talked about it with the St. Patrick's Day parade. People yeah. are going to get out there anyway. You have to stop them because they, they're did. almost more likely to go. Right. You know, because you're being told you can't. Right, which they did. They yeah. did stop them because yeah. they made people shut the bars down, which we we talked about yeah. that that would be the only way that people wouldn't be able to congregate, that that would happen. And so pe- people found other ways. I mean, they right. certainly did, but it wasn't the same. But people certainly found the other ways. And and as a side note, we talked about the Boston Marathon. Thankfully, they did not um, cancel it. They yep. just postponed it to September. But, you know, that was that was huge for people like me. But that would have been just chaos and they wouldn't have been able to control yeah. because it was so much of of so many people from all over the world coming and that would have been terrible but at least we got to move that off people didn't want to do that with st patrick's day yeah. or find alternatives or whatever or postpone that so i was disappointed because people... i wanted them to do it the weekend that everyone was moving in all the college kids were moving in <laughs> they delayed oh, it a week good. past that yeah. i'm going oh i would like to have seen that oh that would have been bad yeah that would have been, been really very bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think that people not being able to do what they want mm-hmm. on their own terms and being told no. I mean, some people are very, you know, some people are very compliant and yeah. just they do and they're rule followers no matter what. And that's just the way it is. And then, you know, some rules are made to be broken kind of people that they'll challenge it. But by and large, we're all just we are wired to be reactant. Yeah. That, I want to do what I want to do, and as soon as you tell me I can't, now I want to. I'll, it's compl- our childhood. I'll comply, but I'm itching at it. You, know? you what? I, I'm itching about it. Oh, you know? oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a little irritated about it. Yeah, actually. well, and, and tons of people are. I mean, people even said to me, I'm, I'm working. I mean, I see people one-to-one. I'm not doing any group things currently, so, right. you know, and I, and I was doing a group thing over last week, but it was not a huge thing. It was in the containment of, of what exactly was, you know, under the 50 and at yep. the time and all that, and everyone was separated. But yeah, I'm going, uh, the, unless you have a fever, unless you are currently ill, unless you are, you know, there's yeah. no reason for me to not see someone or to, you know, or, or like when said, they said, oh, you're going to fly. Well, one, I knew that lots of people weren't going to fly. I knew that it's about just thinking about, yeah, you know, no one's telling me I can't, so I'm going to do. And then when someone tells me I can't and, and I'm going to get in trouble, fined, put in jail, then, you know, that's different. But I'm not going to make right. silly choices for myself to say, hey, I'm going to put myself in, in, in jeopardy. Right. And I think that that's where people are having the itch is that you're not being able to have the the decision for yourself. Yeah. And and some people are fine with it. And by the way, I understand I understand the leadership think about this because some people are incapable of making dis- good right. decisions for themselves. Right. But it's 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 my policy. It's my problem with political policy anyways that we often legislate for the lowest common denominator. Right. And it's like just because that person can't handle this, I can. I should be able to do it. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's so deal I with mean, them. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that the you know talk about social psychology doing research on this. I mean, um, the poli sci and the poly you know the poli science and the um, political psychology people out there will be having a field day with figuring out this phenomenon because it's yeah. had it's so rich of an environment right now around that that look at what it's making people do. I mean, I don't know a time in my lifetime that I've ever seen anything like this at all. And, no, nothing. All I, mean, I remember, all I remember, and I've talked about it because I've been a political animal for a long time. Yeah. 
I remember talking about Deval Patrick in a snowstorm when he oh. told everybody to stay home. That's right. I was like, what are you, nuts? Yeah. You know, I mean, right. listen, you shouldn't be out playing and messing with the plows. I understand that. Right. But you got elderly people. you got things you got to check on. you got to go to work. Right. Just, you know, what are you kidding me? And people, and, and I do remember that, that people yeah. people went out. They still went. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, because it wasn't as... They snickered and they just kept going. Right. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, if I remember back, the the the, the mental frenzy wasn't there and it wasn't prolonged we sort of we sort of have been geared into this for multiple weeks essentially even before we had it coming up to us last week where we were talking about the toilet paper is a funny thing we had already been into this for a couple weeks and then all of a sudden and now here we are going to have a ride out of you know three six eight weeks you know (laughs) time keeps growing and at some point you know i mean obviously people are going to suffer economically you know and and their kids and jobs and you know and, yeah, and hopefully people are going to really take that tough. into account because there's nothing going on that's going to help people in that way the only other thing that was comparable to this is uh, 9/11 was kind yep. of comparable to this blizzard of 78 was kind of comparable to this but in all those cases you're not old enough for the blizzard of 78 but in all those cases there was a thing that happened right and it was tangible and Fact. it had a time frame to it. Right. And what not, what we're dealing with now, again, is less the virus. 150 cases, maybe 6,000 in a state of 9 million right. people. It's not the virus. It's the policy right, right now that it's, we're dealing with. And the time frame is more vague and more fluid, and people have trouble dealing with that, understandably. And, and, and I think that because that, this, you know, the, the, um, the hysteria, like we called it last week, the hysteria is what's overriding the logic around seeing what you're seeing and I'm seeing around like, are you seeing that it's, here's a policy versus the reality of, you know, let's look at what a virus does versus what people are telling you. And it's not about the virus. No one's saying about the virus, sort of. I mean, people are really just talking about this thing that extends for who knows long, as opposed to, like you said, like 9-11, it had a begin point and an end point. You know, there was a ban on flying, and then there wasn't. Well, the event was done, and we knew we were going to come out of it. A snowstorm happens, and then you dig out of it. This is, you know, this would be like the snowstorm's going to last eight weeks, 12 weeks. Right. Well, and... And it's it's interesting to see. I have I have some kind of like 2015 decided, actually, but that's why kind of like 2015, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, <for> another time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have some clients that are you know, I mean, I remember sort of growing up, and I, a couple of times people said, oh, if anything bad happens, you know, you know, go up into the mountains and go to Vermont and go. I have clients actually picking up for their their lives right now and going up north you know way up north thinking because that's escaping the, old the virus yeah that's yeah. the old mindset and they they've packed their cars and loaded up everything and gone north and and it's like wow i mean up there is going to be the same as down here but people feel more protected when they're isolated in that way and if that's, they kept their restaurants open up there i might go but <laughs> i don't think so well, yeah. way up there there's no restaurants yeah. you have to bring your own food right. and toilet paper oh yeah there you go <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. so what are the day-to-day tool? What are the day-to-day goals for us from a from a uh, psyche standpoint? Um, well, um, staying calm is the most important thing. It's the it's the going back to control. What do I have control over today? Mm-hmm. Given the change in the news, I'd say for most people, don't listen to the news all day. I know too many Ugh. people that all they're doing is listening to the news, and from you know from one half hour to the next half hour, the number changes up, down, up, down, and people aren't tracking. So. 
So staying calm. I, by... channeled, I channeled my teenage self yesterday at one point where I was just getting hit for a couple hours with messages and stuff like that. Yeah. And at this point in this particular game, none of them are good. Yeah. Right? And it's like, yeah. can you people just stop talking to me right now? Because I don't <laughs> want to hear from anybody right now. And it's like, it just got to the point I'm driving and I'm getting six messages. And it's like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. When someone has good news, I'll talk to them. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, well, yeah, trying to disconnect from that a little bit. Just disconnecting yeah. and not watching the news, not watching anything that's reporting on this because it's feeding. If you're a person that you know you're anxious, you know you're a worrier, a threat generator, and and it's hard for people because they they want to shut it off, but they don't. It's that they, they thrive in the drama, not because they're they're wanting to, but because it feels like that gives them a sense of control. Knowing you know, knowledge is power. But Plus, if it's honestly, not the correct are knowledge. But big things are happening quickly. Yes. It, it's hard to disconnect. Right. It is hard need to disconnect. To keep on top of but it. I think if you even say to yourself, I'm not going to watch the news this morning or midday, or you're taking pockets away so you're not constantly plugged into it and hearing it all the time, the anxiety will come down. I think that's, I mean, because that's what's, that's driving the, the yep. hysteria is just the anxiety of, of the, you know, the faulty thinking, the distortions, the narratives that are getting created. Right. Everyone's got a fantasy narrative of what's going to happen and what bad thing can happen. You know, like when I came in, I said, you know, you often think, am I thinking wrong? Is everyone right. else right? Is, yeah. you know, am I, am I underdoing? Am I overdoing? You know, because everyone's doing that. So you, if you just disconnect and say, okay, what if you didn't have television? So, you know, what if you didn't have social media like so many people do? You yeah. wouldn't know all of this, and, and then what? So maybe taking yourself out of that a little bit. Also, just if you don't want to disconnect, then obviously saying to yourself, what do I actually know? What are actual facts? Right. Not what the social media world is telling. Yeah. But actual facts. You know, do some reading if you have to. You know, go on. And unfortunately, I can say go online and look, but you can type it's in, tough. you know, this, and yeah. it will tell you you're going to die. Yep. And if it's telling you you're going to die, that's not the truth because that's, can you die from a virus? Yes. Yeah. But the likelihood of dying is, and then being able to look for that. But there's so many sites that say you're going to die. You know, you put it into WebMD and you type in a few symptoms and they say yeah. death. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get to someone right away. And so being realistic or, 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 you know, go to your doctor and have a conversation with your doctor or call them, which they're overwhelmed anyway, but just saying, what are the facts? And, and maybe, I mean, I, a few doctor's offices I know have put up, and I have put up, um, you know, a CDC sign of what the facts are current. Of, right. And, and they're, they've been pretty good about saying, here's what the facts are. They're not giving all the, the hype around it. So they've been right. pretty contained about, you know, how to be safe, what to do, what, you know, but not not the the threat generating stuff. So that right. that's important. If but you putting need to it know. on putting the shoulders putting it on the shoulders of people how to take care of themselves, right. as opposed to putting it on their shoulders how to flatten the curve, is the right. buzz phrase. Right. It's not us up to us individually to flatten the curve. It's up to us individually to do what we can. Right. To well, stay safe and not yourself. transmit. Figuring yeah. out for yourself to to do the right thing for yourself and not follow just because yep. someone says it's true. You know, I say if just because I'm saying what I'm saying doesn't mean that yep. you have to take it. It means that you should actually think about it and then decide, okay, is that real? Is that realistic? And you, you, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's just about how do you stay calm, and it's not about then looking for something else to make you feel like you're going to, you know, oh, my God, I'm going to ramp up because it can't yep. be this this low of a risk or this high of a risk, something in between. Right. It's not, it's not going to help anybody to be out of control. A good reminder last night for me is that your perception is your reality. 
right. is a reality of everything. It was last night a friend of mine po- had a Facebook post, and it was a collection of positive news ah. about the virus. Wow. That had been accumulated by Bloomberg. He And it was lengthy. There were a dozen, 15 maybe notes, starting with uh, uh, Wuhan has closed their last coronavirus hospital because there aren't enough cases anymore. That's a good thing. Right. And those types of positive aspects of yes. this. And, again, it's not an attempt to diminish threat. It's not an attempt to uh, uh, discredit any of a- anything else that's going on. It's a matter of saying, you know what, there's some stuff here. That's going on, you know. Right. In one country, these people are treating it with this uh, level of drugs, and, and and one country has flattened their curve successfully to this point. And right. it was just a list of those things of, of successes and positive news about this. And th- and that and it right gives you a whole different facts. view of it. Yeah. Right. The facts, and it's so important for if that list was all over the place. I have seen little lists like that. I haven't seen the big one yeah. like that, but I've seen little ones. But sometimes it's hard. And I'm all for having people educated with that information. It's sometimes hard for people that are so bought into the other to go with that because then, you know, you have. I've heard people say, oh, well, they're just not telling us. Yeah. You know, well, well I mean, there's only. I got that last night when I was talking about it. And it's like, well, can you believe what China tells you? I can't believe what our government is telling us. So, I'm, no, I'm not going to believe what China is telling us. Right. So that, well, that's what I'm saying to people is finding yeah. like your perception is your reality and being smart. What do you think? There's something in between there. Do you really think that, you know, everyone in China is still like having this and dying? I mean, viruses run their course. Viruses run their course. I mean, there's it's still going to yeah. it's still there. They're going to try to make the vaccine. Vaccine's probably likely out there. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like it's not going to happen. Yeah, for that. there were news about different countries and different collaboratives working yeah, on Germany vaccines, working on treatment. On, right. Yeah. Israel. Are, right. So yeah. people are are generating for that. But, but the big one, Apple opened their forty two stores, reopened their stores in China. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the, and, and, that and, and you something. laugh, but it, it's it's significant. It's huge because yeah. that's saying a lot because it's such a, I mean, and and you know. Indonesia in general and China, they all work collectively. So it's, you know, we're much more individualistic, you know, in terms of our our culture. But to have Apple open up the stores again, that's huge. That's a huge sign for so many reasons. Of course, people on the other side of that would say, well, because it's Apple. (laughs) Well, you're going to. But think about that. Apple's not the type of company that would debunk all this quote unquote hysteria or the other end of the spectrum. Right. They would not be looking to myth bust that. Right. They would follow right along. Right along. Yeah. Right. And and so people hopefully will know that instead of going to the other side and thinking it's something else. Yeah. But but that that's a good sign. But yeah. that means if you so then if you I'd ask people, OK, now you have that piece of information. And let's say it's 80 percent true that that's there. Now look at the time frame. And people are worried here. Look at the time frame from when people started reporting mm-hmm. and having all this happen over there to now things are getting calmer and opening back up. People are out of the hospital. There's nothing yeah. happening. And now we have an idea of the run here, but probably a little less because we were yeah. ahead of it. We knew that about t- it. Their time frame, they, at the beginning of their time frame, they had no idea what they were dealing right. with. And no idea how to contain it. Right. So and so now we're ahead of that. Psychologically, yeah. now that means for us that that banks back time for how much time this is going to run through before right. it's actually settled. Right. You know, And that's going to... People are going to have cases of this all throughout. I mean, the, the flu season, obviously, all throughout that, and then they pro- they crop up all over the place all during the year anyway. So, and that note reminded us what we forget is that they're they're actively looking how to deal with this, right? How to treat it, how to prevent right. it, how to vaccinate it. And exactly. I, I know people say we're a year away from a vaccine. Maybe so, maybe not. 
I don't know. At this point, I'm going with. If we're closing restaurants, yes, they're going to be a little less stringent on the testing. Yeah, stringent's probably not right. They're going to require less back data before they release this. If if they feel they have an effective vaccine, they're going to release it. Right, and I and I think it's I think it's probably closer than not. I you know I mean they have to tell people like a further distance because they don't want people to start being probably you know. And again, this isn't a um, alien virus. Mm-mm. No, no, nope. it's know. coronavirus so that, has been around for a long time. It's a for different a long strain, time. and people don't realize that we coronavirus, have some backstory with it, right? And yeah. and people do not realize that coronavirus isn't new, even though. But again, it's been touted as it's new, and no one had ever heard of it. You look on the back of a Lysol can, yeah, and you see human coronavirus. You know, I mean, yeah. it's been here. It's it's just a new strain of the coronavirus, and, and so but it's got the big name. It's no one had ever heard of it before, yeah. really in mainstream. So now it's a thing like that, but it's actually a virus that's known, but not this strain. And just like any virus that we've had, you know, flu gets, you know, Ebola. <laughs> we've had you know all different types of you yeah. know swine flu. They all come in with different strains, but you know people go through them, and and we lose. Yeah. people to them and i know hate pe- people compare hate comparing the numbers of flu to coronavirus because they think you're diminishing but it but, but the numbers are overwhelming what but the numbers are overwhelming yes uh, well that's and, and that's, it's a perspective you don't have another thing to compare to that's why i use it as a comparison because people yeah. think you know you've got viruses out there and what do they do they run their course and you know and again not to get to the contagion hysteria that it, you know it's it, but it's yep. like being logical you know you ask about how to keep yourself rational and calm no, they're not the exact same thing, obviously, but when you have to have a, a closer comparison point of kind of how things kind of go medically through or you so that your, your yeah. mental state doesn't fall apart and, and people, you know, lose their minds because this thing is also causing financial demise and, yeah. and family demise oh, no, and see, all kinds of other stuff. That's a distinction that's really important. This thing is not causing that. No. Policy is causing it. Right. This yeah. is reaction this is policy not ca- is the reaction that. to what's happening is causing that. Yeah. So it's the it's and the we st- can debate how proportionate it is. Right. But the fact of the matter is the virus isn't doing it right now. Right. It's the mental. It's basically the mental state right. of the of the whole country is how we're doing. It's not about the the virus is is staying. It's doing yeah. its thing. Right. But it's the reaction everyone's having is causing. Yeah. All the other stuff to happen. Yeah. So I hate I hate to use the flu thing because people think you're minimizing it, and I'm not. It's just giving you an idea of the capacity we have to yes. deal with these types of things. Exactly. And if you want a more uh, a, a closer example, swine flu H1N1. Yeah. You know the numbers were vastly larger for that too in this country Huge. without this reaction. Right. Yeah. And and both it both in infection and in death. And and I, if I recall correctly. And I'm sure I'm going to be off on this a little bit. I remember at the beginning of that, they didn't have the right, they had a vaccine, but they didn't have a vaccine. And it was, it was sort of delayed because then it created some of the hysteria. I mean, I remember it, but it was nothing like this. And it had a lot of numbers to it because it was mis, it was misjudged at the beginning of it. I remember before we got to the state of emergency stage, there were a thousand deaths. Yeah. We have, I don't know, how many do we have in the country now? Fifteen? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Or, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the number it was is. Yeah, it was less than 100. Right. Yeah. Much less than 100. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it's so, yes, we're not comparing them directly, no. but it's the same type of thing. It's where is the mindset and why is it why is it like this Right. on this versus all the other ones were not like this. And, and it does. It goes to the psychology of the yeah. policy behind it and how people are buying in or not or what they're 
again their fantasy narrative of what they believe you know yeah. you know the world i've seen things on social media this is the other drive i've seen things that people are saying you know Nostradamus wrote that this was coming and people can show qu yeah. because people get into the fortune telling and the forecasting and all the things that yep. come and that perpetuates yeah. this Ranging policy. from Nostradamus to Bill Gates to yeah, authors and well yeah a contagion has been part of the human storyline right but when you have everyone doing it yeah I mean, just go, just go it's, back to, you know, what was it, 1918 here in this country? Yeah, 1918. Yeah. Yep. I mean, contagions have been part of the human storyline. Right. It, it's a big fear for us because, right. you know, because it's not a bear. It's it's a virus. Right. You know, and it comes out of nowhere and, you know, people aren't ready for it. It, it goes back to Columbus. Right. You know. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and Europeans coming over here to America. Right. And, it's and, it's been the boogeyman for humans for years. And 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 I think part of I mean yes, and I think the we're so I mean here in our culture we're so um, we're so spoiled around so many things, Lou. That I think that we become complacent, and so when something looks scary, it's way bigger than in our minds than you know because we haven't been thinking along those lines we've kind of gone along and nothing's been oh, affecting us yes and, we have uh, contagion uh the walking dead yeah but it's fantasy <laughs> i know it's, but it's it's where it projects in the fantasy but that's a really gray area in our minds in, yes. in a lot of ways right? right our only our only connection with this type of thing is you know mass death and hazmat suits and yeah and you know and was, people are wearing was them. it pacino was pacino in that movie who was in that movie um dustin it? hoffman Oh yeah, I was yeah, I would say Robert Hoffman. De Niro, but it was yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. So, but I, I think that you know people becoming complacent. And drama destroying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's right. So projecting out, projecting out. Well, but that's people forget. With, yeah. But we're not at that level. We no. don't want to. <laughs> no mass hysteria. No, no. <laughs> no mass hysteria. No. So, it, but I think I think it's just important for people to just try to be rational, try to be reasonable with themselves, really think through that. You, know, you can't you can't just be listening all day to something over and over and over again that's telling you it's basically sending that message directly and indirectly that you're going to die, you have potential to die. It's not saying the facts all the time and and that's all you're listening to. So you're threat generating, you're always in the narrative of dying. That's really I mean people are just worried about their mortality, which of yeah. course Right. So or their legacy to their children or their children passing and so on and so forth. And the game I mentioned yesterday, the Globes playing. It's like, oh, everyone's got the 150 confirmed cases. Everyone's got that number. How about if I throw, oh, someone says 6,000. 6, yeah. Right. Which, again, is probably right. Right. Yeah. But people will people won't hear the 150. Right. They go right to the big one because it's the it's the negative. It's and the it's worst. how the globe jumps out from the rest of the headlines because everyone's the worst got case their, scenario, yeah. right? You always believe the really bad thing over the good thing. I could tell you that fifty people were cured today. And this is hypothetical. Fifty people were cured today. There's no issue, and there's only four left. And then all of a sudden, someone dies. No one's going to remember that I said that fifty people were cured. It's going to be somebody died, right? And and that's just that's human nature. We just go that way to. The negative, the negative. One negative just wipes out all the good stuff. But we've got to get into an into-the-moment type of mentality here. Yes. And it doesn't mean you doesn't plan. It doesn't mean you don't take cautions. In fact, you should. You should. But you do Absolutely. it on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, yeah. again, like everyone else, I've taken a financial hit. Yep. I can't be worried about what my bills are going to be four months from now. Right. I've got to deal with this because I don't know what's happening tomorrow. Right. I don't know what's, you know. Right. And the that's, situation's so, constantly changing. And that's a, I mean, important point in terms of people have 
have come to me in the past two weeks with just they're so overwhelmed that you have a you know worry of suicide because people then feel when you feel hopeless and you feel out of control and this is one of those types of situations where there's people i mean go to the you know in the depression in the 40s and people losing all their money yeah. and people were committing suicide because they were so they couldn't look to, to they weren't staying in the present and thinking okay wh what would this look like or how to manage it was that threat generation of it's it's there's nothing better it can't get better it's never going to get better it's it's awful yeah. it's all or nothing yep. and that's i mean human nature doesn't change and it's so important for people to not lose hope having okay what do i what can i do today what can i what can i do today about this financially people yep. are scrambling first thing logically for psychology is don't go out and spend money today yeah. <laughs> you know or yeah. or 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 don't do something that's going to be erratic and and cost you. I mean, if people are worried about money, don't do that. Or, right. you know, and people are. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. But if you if you start catastrophizing and awfulizing that, in four months I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. That doesn't mean you shouldn't think. Okay, what am I going to do in four months if this comes up? How right. am I going to do it? You should think that, but not over the top. Oh my God, it's going to be over. So I might as well quit. Yep. Because yeah, as you and I both know, this will pass this will pass. Yeah. And it may be hard for a while, but it will pass. And everyone's in the same boat, most of us, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. there's a few on the outliers that are not going to be affected because, or in the same way. But There's a saying around all this about your stuff and how people have certain stuff. And people have specific stuff that you touch them. They're very sensitive about. They're protecting right. all the time. But the, the common stuff we all have, is there a bigger threat to the human psyche than you just talked about it, the unknown and lack of control. Right. Those are the two things, yep. right? Can you think of anything bigger? And right now we're awash in the unknown right. and lack of control. Yep, and and the unknown, the unknown is the biggest fear generator for anxiety in people, yep. period. Mm -hmm. That's what anxiety is. It's right. the fear, the anticipation of what the bear in the back of is the cave. coming. Yeah. We don't know, yep. it's out there, so we plan for it. Because we have to, but we don't know what it is. It's like having the committee in your head. They're there. We don't know who they are. They yeah. have no face. They have no name, but they're there. Right. And that's, I mean, we do that. So, yes, the fear of the unknown. Oh, the committee's going big time because I, you and I talk about it, and we have a, a very similar viewpoint on this. But by the same token, as you mentioned earlier in the show, and we talked about before the show, there's news that comes along, people that come along, influence a few that come along, and you go, well, okay, am I... Am I not reacting strongly enough? Right. Or, you know, you start to question yourself. Right. Yeah. Because, and I've prefaced all these conversations with this, I'm not a scientist. Right. I don't know much about viruses. I, know, right. I have a cursory viewpoint. I have a cursory viewpoint of public policy and all this stuff. So I think I know. I mean, I've lived long enough. I have some idea of well, what being... this is. But by the same right. token, I'm not enough of an expert to just shut everybody out and be right. and be locked and chained to my particular opinion. Exactly. And, yeah. and you're educated, you're, you're self-educating, and you're not just buying into somebody telling you this is how you should think. Yeah. You're, you're looking, and I encourage people to do that. Don't just listen to one person tell you how to think. You know, take anything and everything you can from everybody. And, you know, if it sounds extreme, it probably is. By the way, in this case, go search out yeah. the opinion you don't have. Exactly. L yeah. Challenge find, somebody to yes. tell you that, you know, 
you should be a little calmer about this or, yeah. or you know just or not or, or not or people yeah. that are running abandoned i mean there's people that are running abandoned they don't care and that i mean yep that those people should look i mean those make are the case and triangulate your truth exactly yeah exactly instead of but again going to what we've talked about group thing i mean so we had the fear of the unknown piece and then we yeah. have the lack, lack of control but then we have the group thing and because they're all doing it i should be doing it and oh, it's just yeah. easier that way oh i fell into it saturday because oh. i started you know listen i live basically alone so i'm going to the grocery store every other day because i yeah. don't i don't stock up stuff right i went friday to stop to pick up some protein bars of all things and it was mobbed and packed, and I went in, the lines were out, and it was in full panic mode. And so I said, all right, <coughs> I've got to get in this Saturday. So I got up Saturday, and I went, and I stocked up a little bit just because, you know, I don't know if it's right or wrong. All I know is this is happening. Right. And then by Sunday, the stores are almost empty. Right. Yeah. It was, it was re- literally 48 hours that this whole cycle went through. And it's so, so in Florida, because I, I was there over the weekend, right, so... There wasn't a run like that in Florida except on paper towels, wipes, and toilet paper, Mm -hmm. and one other thing. I can't even remember what it was. But on the front of all, you know, Publix is down there and all the different, you know, grocery stores. They just put out signs saying, we're out of these things. So, and so the grocery stores were calm because people weren't, and I was there four or five days and it never, it never changed. It was just, you know, and then. And people would put out, we're going to have, you know, paper towels. But there wasn't a frenzy that people were, it seemed, for whatever reason, maybe it was the way they were handling it. But I was watching on, on the news through the streams up here that, wow, I yeah. could see that. And I went into the store after we talked last week. <laughs> oh, I saw some interesting things. But I asked a man because I giggled, you know, and I went in yep. and he had, he had a pack of all the toilet paper stacked up in two big carts. You know, the, uh, really? and I looked at him. And I wasn't getting toilet paper. I probably should have. And I said, what are you doing with all of this toilet paper? And his answer to my point, point blank, was, I don't know. I'm just getting it because yep. everybody else is. Well, yeah. So I laughed. He laughed. And I said, he goes, I don't know what I'm going to do with all of it. And I just, okay. <laughs> he just, I'm just doing it because everybody else is. But everybody asked during that whole run, what is the deal with toilet paper? Yeah. They were buying it. And they were asking, I don't know what the deal is. I don't I'm know why I'm doing it. this. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing this. Just it's just still funny, like, because, yeah. by the way, viruses, typically, I mean, occasionally, obviously, people are going to have diarrhea, not to talk about it, but yep. that's not typically the... This, is, this was a national thing, right? The whole toilet yeah. paper thing was a Everybody. national thing. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Even Amazon, as far as I knew, I heard, like, Amazon was like, we're out. Purell was being, like, $34 a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> $34 a bottle. And again, you're too young, but we have this mass psychosis here in New England yeah. about the blizzard of 78. It's the milk and bread thing. Yeah. That's that's the genesis of it. I was around for the '78 blizzard. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I really was. I swear. In your crib? I was young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was. But, but I remember we, that because I was. We were down ten a week, ten days. Yeah. Close to two weeks. Yeah. And it's just like that's our mentality now. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say it never happened again. But then we run into this. What we're running into now. And but so you know what's interesting though? I think the difference, and there's probably others that strikes me right away is. During the blizzard of 78, during any of the blizzards we've had or anything we're stuck with like that, no one's dying. I mean, someone could go out and get an accident, but no one's dying. No one feels that threat on them in terms of if you're staying right. in your house and you're locked in and you're you're eating soup and crackers and doing yep. your fun things and playing games and watching movies, whatever you're doing, because there's no outside threat. This is different because this feels like... But it, 
that gets to the crux of the matter here is, and I'm going to get in trouble for this. Uh-oh. You can, you can reel me back in if you need to. Okay. That's selective fear. Oh, yeah. People are dying yeah. of multiple things on a daily basis. Yes. I mean, right. I forget, you know, people start to equate. I mean, the amount of deaths we've had now uh, to this point, you, you put it on the list. It's pretty low on the list. Yes. Of things. And again, as soon as you start talking about this, as soon as you start trying to bring a little bit of reason into it, people get upset because yes. they think you're minimizing it. And yes. I'm not minimizing yes. it. Yes. And, and, and again, I think it's so important for the listeners to know that we're not minimizing it. I'm not. And I know no. you're not. We've had many conversations about that. It's more about it, it is selective fear. And that's a, just a reality of when you look at things logically that you know, it's selecting out when you have so much, you have people dying, you have people dying of all kinds of things all the time. And, you know, it's just about what, looking at this for the reality of it, where is it generating from? Why is it all about this? Why are we selecting to be so fearful of this? And is it that we're really actively doing it to select it out because we're afraid or are we being told to be afraid? We're being told. Right. Again, and everyone hates this, but I'm sorry. It's a part of, it's part of the picture here. We've got hundreds of thousands of people dying of the flu every year, yeah. and we don't have this panic about it. Yeah. Every once in a while during the flu season, everyone goes, you know, be careful. The flu's really out there and right. hitting you hard. Right. You know, that's Get thing. your flu shot. Get your flu shot. Yeah. yeah. But th- there's not a mass panic right. about it. We're not closing down restaurants in the middle of flu season. Nope. When the same group of people are getting it, people with uh, comorbidities, people with physical problems, people right. uh, with, uh, you know, respiratory problems, things like that, hitting right. them hard. It's the same thing, right? But we're much more, in we're much more tuned into this, right? Than we are in equally other, big than all the other things, yeah. right? So there's a, you know, you probably if we if we continued talking about it in that way, you probably would get in trouble because it goes into a whole other section of of the of the politics that go into like all of that and and the psychology of that yeah. and it's and I understand you know, this the the spread of this is supposedly faster. Yes. To the extent that we know right now. Yes. We don't know. And that's confirmed. And we know that that's yeah. confirmed all over in all cases, even yeah. in Europe, has, have said it's faster. And all the doctors are, are pretty on board with that. It's just the way it's spreading. And I think it's because it's got a different, you know, a, a different rate of exposure in terms of, like, how long it lasts. And it's, But people are, you know, it just gets generated so much. I mean, right. I was watching the Today Show this morning before I came in, and people were talking about it you know, on their food items. And then as soon as that happened, the doctor on uh, said, she stopped, it was really good. She said, we are not having an issue. This is not a, a, this is not on your food items. If you're worried, you know, go ahead and wash them for 20 seconds, just like you would your hands. But this is, she was really good to say immediately, because you could see where that could have gone. And people all of a sudden now saying it's contaminated in the food and the hysteria that gets created. But she was so good to say that. So hopefully like in that same vein, It's not, that's how quickly it spreads. There's the, you know, you know, when people think politics, you think government, but it's the politics of, of all kinds of things being put in is like, it's she the was group so think it's the mass. Yeah. It's psychology. the quick message of, because the politics and the media are just a reflection of what we're all thinking. Right. They're just right. feeding so, what we're all thinking. So hopefully people aren't misunderstanding that when yeah. we talk about it is that it's, it's the group thing. It's if, if she had if she had not said what she said, and then all of a sudden you have a million viewers this morning going, I have to wash my cucumbers, my zucchini. There's there if you touch it, if if everyone in the store is touching it to put it on the rack, now everyone, now you've got mass hysteria because yeah. people are going to feel like. By they the have way, to... you weren't washing your cucumbers anyway. Well, some people don't. 
You know, just like how come all the soap went out because they yeah. weren't washing their hands in the first place, yeah. right? Yeah. People were taking my soap. No one yeah. ever uses my soap, and now it's all gone. But I'll be honest, I, gra- I grab the wipes in the stores when I go to the grocery stores now. Never did in the past. Yeah. I'm wiping down, and you take some precautions. I wash my hands more than I used to. It's yeah, just, I, 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 mean, I don't think I've increased my hand washing because it's just because of what I do for my business and being yeah. with people and medical issues and stuff like that. I always wash, but. I certainly am more mindful. Like, I know I've touched... But your office is a controlled environment. Yes, exactly. My office here isn't a controlled environment. The grocery store is on a controlled environment. It's like, okay, I'm doing my thing. I don't know who else is doing whatever. Right. So, well, I was just going to say, so I have, like, I know I've touched my face a couple times because I'm itchy today because I have allergies. I don't have the coronavirus, (laughs) but the allergies are out. And, um... And so, but I have, just because I'm being kind to other people, because I don't want, you know, in case people worried, I have my little alcohol wipes that afterwards, I'm sure I'll wipe, you'll see, I'll wipe it all down. But it's, but I'm not over the top thinking it's because we're having some big thing. I just am being courteous to other people and myself that I know that I'm being mindful. But Lou, I mean, you know, sort of getting towards the end here of the show, but Mm -hmm. I was at somewhere in Florida doing something and someone handed me back some money but they also had touched their face and mm-hmm. they were doing something else it was like three things at the same time in you know maybe it was in a restaurant i think it was, we were in the restaurant or something and they handed back and then touched their face and i said you're gonna touch something else now with your gloves on and and they said oh well because they had touched their face yeah. and, the, and the and the kid said oh well i have gloves on yeah no. and i said no 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 <laughs> not the principal at work here <laughs> you know so i yeah. mean so i mean that's where i'm mindful of people trying to i'm just saying don't forget to be just because you have gloves on i got yeah. my coffee this morning i gave her my credit card to pay for the coffee she had gloves on and then she touched the coffee gave it to me touched the credit card gave it back to me and and then she went like this with her glove and i yeah. went oh but I know the. I know she didn't take them off. Right. No. I so because people think think it through, they don't go all the way through the end point. It's like don't touch it. Think it through. Spend the week right here, dealing yeah. with what you got to deal with today. It's exactly. A really good exercise for a while, actually. It is. Just to be here, go, go on a day to day basis. But people don't like to do that. Yeah, I know. You know. But what else can you do at this point? Because nothing. There's nothing. I mean, tell well, you people. You can threat generate. People will do that. Definitely. People will Things threat. have changed vastly in a week. And as I keep kidding people all the time, it was less than two months ago we were worried about World War III. So, right. You know. <laughs> well, I've reminded people yeah. of that. I'm like, a couple months ago, there was the impeachment. And then we were worried about World War III and yeah. North Korea. And it's, yeah. it's you know, trying to get people to be there realistic. Were literally, there were headlines and people talking about World War, War III, III. Right. less than eight weeks ago. Yep. You know, it's just. Just amazing. So stay calm. Stay here. Yes. Do so, what you need to do today. So hopefully next week when our show airs, um, <laughs> next week I, I'm today I'm wearing my Big Cat Rescue yes. shirt. I'm I Big Cat Rescue down in Tampa, Florida is a wonderful organization that I uh, was at this weekend and doing some work with uh, and some of the staff on compassion fatigue and taking care of exotic big cats. And so next yeah. week, as long as we can stay calm. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to talk about All some right. of that. So, Excellent. so thank you, everybody, and uh, uh, find see the show you. on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, yes. on uh, Apple Podcasts Apple as well. Apple Podcasts, yep. yeah. Your daily game face. Thanks, Lou. Have a great week. <laughs>